Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York. I am broadcasting tonight, the uh, 21st of November. Oh, my God, the week before Thanksgiving. Um, here from the Bright Red Desk. And this will be my second to last podcast from the Bright Red Desk because I'll podcast next Sunday. And then I fly to Florida for the winter. And from that point on, I will be broadcasting from the turquoise chaise. <laughs> All good. Or maybe from the turquoise desk because I bought a turquoise desk to match with the beach theme of Florida as opposed to the red theme of New York. So here we are this week. We are in the middle of eclipse season. Of course, unexpected eclipses between now and the new moon on the 4th of December, which is 12 Sagittarius. Um, this is uh, us pushing things forward, seeing things in new ways. There was a full moon eclipse, of course, last week. Some of you wrote me that you woke up and saw it. I was very impressed because it was like 3 in the morning. I wasn't watching that one. But some of you, it was California. You know, we were still awake, so that's good. But also, the eclipses are separating energies. So they say to you, hey, what did you start back in uh, Taurus time in 2020? And now you're, and what did you revise in February of this year? And now what are you releasing? What are you letting go? So there's a big letting go energy as we go from the full moon to the new moon. And we know it's emotional. We had an emotional trial come in. We have another verdict come in. Some people thought it was a great verdict. Some people thought it was not a great verdict. I'm kind of like, really, you can go to a thing and shoot somebody? Um, you know, what about peaceful protests? You know, people armed with a gun vigilante. But we already saw that with Texas, with the, with the abortion laws. So I'm kind of like, all right, I guess we're going to have a vigilante phase here. But we still have the Ahmad Aubrey verdict, which will probably be next week before we have the new moon. So we're all releasing things. Watch in your life where you're releasing. Where are you letting go? What are you getting rid of? What's shifting out of your life? What are you finished with? Eclipses make it pop. It's been thinking about it for a while. It's been contemplated, but you didn't pull the plug on it yet. And this week you pulled the plug on it. So, okay, guess we're done with that. What's next? And then we go into Thanksgiving, you know, this week, what's next? And then next week on the 4th of December, we have the new moon. So we're watching this releasing energy because the full moon was Friday. Joe, uh, full moon eclipse was Friday. Kamala Harris was the president of the United States for a couple hours there um, on the full moon. Of course, she's a full moon baby. She's an Aries Libra moon, full moon. And Joe had his colonoscopy, and forward we go. Now we're still releasing. We're still releasing, still releasing until we get to that new moon at 12th Sag. So you want to look at what's in your chart. You also want to think back to what was going on for you in 2002 because that's when the nodes were last at this point and the lunations were last at this point because they repeat every 19 years and that's called a metonic cycle. And then there's, of course, eclipses or the Saros cycle. So they were 18 years. You know, they were 18 years ago in 2003. This is big because we're really uh, releasing, we're shifting, we're letting go, we're changing, we're starting a new chapter. And, of course, whenever a new chapter starts, <laughs> an old chapter ends, that's the way it goes. Now, I would totally encourage you to go watch Tick, Tick, Boom if you have a subscription to Netflix. 
as I said last week, I went to the opening on Monday, and it was really kind of magical because, you know, I went to see John. I mean, I when Julie was my roommate, we would go watch him in Adelphi. Her dad would come, pick her mom would come down for White Plains, and Anne would come down for White Plains. Al would pick us up by the built door of um, – Grand Central, Julie and I would meet him there from our respective works. We'd go out to Adelphi and we'd watch John sing songs because he was a theater major out at Adelphi. And then Julie fell in love and moved to California, got married and had babies, and um, lived her life out there. And Al and I and Nan and the, all the relatives in New York would still go to see John's stuff. So I saw I saw Tick when it was boho days at the Village Gate. Um, and I brought my boyfriend at the time. I brought theater friends at the time. And they all were like, oh, my God, this is so great. And, of course, you know, was part of the, the fan and fam, friend and family audience. And so it was really magical to see it. Now I'm sitting next to Eddie, you know, and I really like Eddie. Eddie was a roommate there. He was one of the roommates in, the, in that apartment. And um, Eddie's, you know, I said, how are the kids? And he goes, well, my son's out working. He's got a job. He's earning a living, you know, and his second son is in college. And, you know, you look at the passage of time. You look at the passage of time. And all the people back in night, because that was the AIDS epidemic, was really raging here in New York. And, you know, I think about my friends who died from AIDS, who didn't get to live, you know, they died. They left. Now, Matt, the Michael character in the movie, is still alive. He's happily married to John. Um, he had a lovely career in advertising, you know, and and so – you know, and his girlfriend uh, was there. The Susan character was there. So, you know, it, it was really a very full circle moment. And it was also memories of time past. So go back. If you get a chance, watch it. It's really, it's it's my favorite. I love Rent. But um, Tick, Tick was it. It's also very much a Saturn, uh, Saturn movie. It's like, what are you doing with your life? Why are you here? What's your purpose? What do you, what's your path? How do you follow your path? How do you do it? So you go with him through this journey, and he asks you all these questions to think about, well, why do you do it that way? And you kind of go, yeah, why do I do it that way? Which is what the eclipses are bringing up for us. They're having us look at our old patterns, that Scorpio, Scorpio sun, the old stuff that's kind of emotionally in the inner crevices of our being. And it says, fear or love, baby, which do you prefer? Um, Cages or wings? Ask the birds. So it's it's a it's a really powerful powerful uh, speech. It's a really powerful bunch of songs. It's just it's just my favorite, and I often sing that song when I'm having a bad day. So this week there were some bad days. So I was you know I put it on Netflix and I was singing along. I mean I saw it at the theater and then I was singing along with it. So I encourage you to watch it with your family. Uh, it's, you know, it's not, there's not a lot of anything in it. You know, there's one part where you're kind of going, I don't know if kids could watch that, but yeah, yeah, they could. Cause it kind of stops. You'll, you'll figure out what I mean when I, when you watch it. Um, but yeah, so watch it, watch it. It's a really magical movie. And it also speaks to all the choices we're making about what do we want to do? Are we leaving? Are we staying? Are we going off? Are we, what is our new chapter going to be? And so this week, these two weeks of endings, we're going to have a new revelation when the new moon happens at 12 Sag, wherever that is in your chart. And the releasing energy is in the 20s. It's, a, it's um, 
the eclipse was at, uh, I think it was 27, Scorpio, Taurus, either 27 or 23. Anyway, we're releasing. You're releasing, wherever it was. I know in my class, it hit a couple things. I'm like, all right, yeah, well, that's releasing. That's releasing, too. So honor the energy. Really work with it. And we are, of course, going into Thanksgiving this week. Thanksgiving, it's it's not a hard week, but emotional ending week, you know, so it's it's a lot of energies about things coming to an end, uh, stories finishing up, people changing jobs, people leaving, you know, in my case, the Monday after Thanksgiving, I'm hopping on a plane and migrating to Florida for the winter, uh, the movers come Wednesday before Thanksgiving, uh, you know, so it's like a, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, like, what's that change? And we remember, we've been talking about the Scorpios. And the Tauruses and the Leos and the Aquarius is changing in December, right, December 24th. So they really are. We're, you know, the changes are being taking place now to get us ready in a month when they all leave, where we kind of go, okay, that's done next. Okay, that's done next. So it's an interesting, uh, interesting time, interesting journey, interesting process. And just trust it. You know, trust the process. Neptune is involved. He's inviting us on our dream. Uh, He's saying to us, hey, what's the next dream? And if you don't have it yet, but you just know that what you're doing now isn't what you're supposed to be doing going forward, let it go. Trust the process. Take the leap. Take the leap. Right? Give it permission. I was talking to a client today, and she was saying she had this dream about going across a thing, and she thought, oh, those things are not going to hold. And so then she looked around, and she found wood, and she put it in, and she went across the, the, the swamp on wood, and then someone reached over and helped her, and then the door opened to the green passage, the green, out, beautiful outdoors. So trust that with the Scorpio ending and the Taurus of springtime, that's where we're headed. We have to go through the swamp. We have to go through the release, through the letting go, through the trusting the process. And in the trusting of the process, we are deeply, 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 deeply supported. We are to trust it and understand it's not as um, it, it's going to be hard, maybe, but it also is necessary, and that it also is part and parcel of how we're going to get to the new place. You can't go to somewhere else unless you leave where you are. You know, you got to leave to go to the new place. And you might be standing there with your fixed planets going, stomp, stomp, I don't want to leave. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, it's the new thing. It'll be fun when you get there. And think about the endings. You know, when you graduate from college and you leave and you go off into the world and you separate and you don't, you don't, hang out with those kids anymore because everybody goes and finds their life. You know, I often, when I go to my college reunion, I'm always like, I wish we could all get together for like a senior week, you know, like everybody back, all the campus, all all the people that were there, you know, and and you can't do that. (laughs) We all went to see Rent, all these people that have survived him, survived John, and they all have had built their lives. They've all had kids. They have kids. Many of them careers, making movies, working in theater, working in documentaries, working in advertising, like Michael Michael um, Matthew did. His real name is Matthew. Um, yeah. So it's a it's a shift. It's a huge shift. And um, honoring honoring that journey, honoring that we don't know, but we have to keep doing it. We have to sharpen our pencils, as Rosa says. And we have to make the plan, and we have to, we have to go forward. And you, you just keep creating. 
That's how we do it. That's how life is until we aren't creating anymore and we shift into another plane of reality and then we create there. Who knows what we do there, but we do something there. So forward we go. So this week is not a not a particularly hard week, except for the eclipses, which, you know, may bring up some big leavings or big endings. But, you know, a door closes, a door opens, all those, all those things that your mother, your brother, your family, your friends, your therapist, you say to people, all happening, all happening this week. So it's, a, it's an important week. So um, the sun this week is going to go into Sag, goes into Sag tonight on the 21st at uh, 921. And, of course, when it gets out of Scorpio, where it's been, we're going to shift our focus. It's going to go from working with Mars and Scorpio to Jupiter in Aquarius. So it's going to be a little more expansive, a little more ideas, a little more, ooh, let's expand this and see where we're headed, what's going on what that new direction entails, right? Because the moon is shifting into, into Sag. And then the moon goes across the note of fate on November 23rd. So there's a shift and a change when the moon goes, sun goes into the south note of fate. It lets go of something and then it gets to um, Vesta, the 28th, and it says, what's your new home and where are you going? And then the sun meets up with Mercury because Mercury shifts out of Scorpio this week and he goes into Sag on the 24th. So there's a huge change coming, right? We're, we're having this stuff. And, of course, when the eclipses are near the nodes of fate, they're also at the same declination. So it tend, they tend to be bigger lunations, right? So as the sun hits that south node, whatever happened last Friday when the eclipse actually happened, you kind of go, wow, okay, I'm processing that. And the sun goes from 29 Scorpio to 7 Sag, right? And that's going to be next uh, the 28th, next Sunday the 28th. Um, then we have Mercury this week. He goes from 24 Scorpio to six and a half Sag. So he hits Vesta on the 28th. And of course, that'll be when I'm packing for my new home. Uh, and of course, he shifts into Sagittarius um, on the 24th. And then he hits the nodes of fate on the 24th. So that is Thanksgiving Eve, right? That's the 24th, kind of a forward motion energy. And there's a push-pull push pull energy. So Mercury is in Sag. Now, remember when he's in Sag, he tells the truth. You might not always like it. But he also speaks of journeys, speaks of new opportunities, speaks of direction, because he too has left, left behind answering to Mars and Scorpio, and now he's answering to Jupiter in Aquarius. So we're going to feel the skies get a little lighter a little more optimistic we still are in eclipse season we still have mars and scorpio that's going to be there for a few more weeks because um, he's only at 15 16 but we're moving we're moving the sun and mercury are moving they're meeting up they have a com they get combust on the 28th and they go okay and they're combust on a world point so we're going to watch the news on the 28th and the 29th because we're going to get important news about changes and directions and where we're going Venus has a stressful aspect on the 24th. Uh, she's in a sesquiquadrate and a semi-square to the nodes. And she is, of course, in Capricorn, out of bounds. So she has a particular perspective on the matter. <laughs> so when we're looking with Venus in Capricorn and we know, you know, she has her opinions about things, um, she's going to be voicing them on the 24th. And when that happens, you want to kind of go, okay, Venus, you know what, you, you're weighing in? And she goes, yes, I have, been, I have been observing things. And remember, she's in a Capricorn, so she's talking to Saturn in Aquarius. 
uh, he's he's her he's her boss, you know, so to speak. She checks in with him before she delivers the information. So Saturn has a um, Saturn has a distinct energy around uh, setting boundaries, setting borders, setting you know setting walls. And of course, he's in Aquarius. Jupiter's in Aquarius. Remember, these two guys weren't really necessarily interested in changing, but now they're coming in. They're getting activated. Uh, because they have to change. And the last, remember, the last square is December 24th, right before Christmas. Uh, Mars this week going kind of slow. Um, he is, uh, and the only aspect Venus has all week is that sesquiquadrant on Wednesday the 24th. Um, Mars is going uh, 14 to 19, uh, to almost 20 really, and he doesn't really have a lot of aspects this week, which is actually good. He does have some health stuff on the 24th and the 28th, not huge, but he has a health aspect to the nodes of fate, so it's kind of an emotional energy. And he also has a, um, a health aspect to the nurturing planet, like how we're going to nurture each other, and that's on Sunday. Jupiter is got a once-every-12-year aspect. Mm, that's a big one. That's going to happen on the 27th. He is in the blind spot, or actually Pluto is in the blind spot of Jupiter. So Pluto is at 24. He forms a semi-sextile uh, to Jupiter in Aquarius. So there's something coming that you're not going to see. That's going to happen on the 27th. That's next Saturday. And so it kind of has this, wow, what's going on? How is that changing? And then Saturn is in the sextile to Chiron on the 26th. Which is a little, which is a little bit of a melancholy energy, right? And he's at eight. Again, that's the only aspect he has. See, it's not that bad a week. There's not a lot of stuff in the sky, but a lot of letting go, a lot of emotional stuff, right? Because the moon's gonna, well, we'll do the moons in a second, but the moon are going to be going through your creative and your personal planets, and then um, uh, the 26th Vesta is opposite series. So there's, you know, Vesta and Sag opposite series, and that's on the 26th, and that's Friday. So that says, okay, let it go, let it go, let it fly, let it go. So there's a separation energy that takes place that's part of it. And that, of course, will be, you know, people moving or people shifting or people changing. We also have, um, you know, whatever you've been nurturing or growing, you're going to, series is in conjunct uh, Juno. So you're going to hear of some partnership changes this week or relationship changes. And, of course, Juno is um, uh, in Gemini right near the node, but um, uh, I'm sorry, Ceres is in Gemini right near the node of fate. And Juno is in Capricorn answering to Saturn and Aquarius. So that does suggest uh, with Juno answering to Saturn that it's a permanent change. Like, it's not going to go back. You know, sometimes we say, oh, yeah, you know, you're just deciding. You're not really going to do it. But this is this is a week when you're going to do it. You're going to go, yeah, like I'm doing it. And people are going to go, really? Uh, and then you're going to go, yeah, yeah. So there was a great book that um, Stephen King, a great short story Stephen King wrote called Quitters Incorporated. And it was about getting you to give up smoking. And there's this scene in it where the husband says to the wife, because he got enrolled in the thing. It's a really good short story. Um I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give up smoking. And she goes, yeah, yeah, right. You know, you keep saying, you always say that. You're never going to do it. He goes, no, no, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, right, let's see. And then, of course, the story proceeds. So you might have someone say to you, yeah, yeah, right, you're going to do it. But you are going to do it. That's the, that's the trick of this week. You are going to do it. It is going to happen. And it's not unanticipated. There, you know, there's been a story going on since April of last year that, 
you know, when the COVID came in, that this has been kind of percolating since then. So it might be related to job changes due to the shutdown. It might be related to where you're going now because the business you've been working in is changing. might be you changing and saying, you know, that's good, but I'm not really sure I want to do it. We do have a lot of people talking about going out on strike, you know, because we're coming back, but we want better terms. We want better deals. All that energy, all that energy this week. Fun times, just saying. But also, when someone tells you they're doing something this week, if you say to them, yeah, right, you always say that, you're never going to do it. This is the week they do it. This is, this, is the, this is the week. So trust the process, you know, recognize this is the week, and go, well, you know, how can I support you? How can I help you with this? Can I help you with this in any way? And if I can, great, I will. And if I can't, you know, um, I wish you the best because that's really what you want to do with this energy is wish them the best and help them if you can. So today, uh, the lovely day of Sagittarius, the 21st, sun goes into Sag tonight around 9.34 East Coast time. And moon right now is void and it goes into Cancer on the 21st, um, and it is uh, in Cancer, and it's in Cancer on Sunday night, on Monday, on Tuesday. Excuse me, the moon is slow this week, so that means that it's, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time. And, of course, moon in Cancer is emotional, and it goes void at um, 1246 a.m. on Wednesday night, right in the middle of the night, and it's a, it goes void with an opposition, moon in Cancer, opposite Pluto. All right, so this is a separating energy, like a wrap-up, a goodbye, so long, farewell, avidaze and adieu. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. Adieu, adieu, adieu to you and you and you, right, right? And then Mercury goes into Sag in the morning on the 24th, uh, and it enters Sag at 10.36 a.m., um, and so that day we can expect to hear news of changes. We also have the moon going into Leo at 10.59 a.m. on Saturday, on Wednesday morning. Um, and then uh, it's in Leo uh, Thursday, Wednesday afternoon, all day Wednesday, Wednesday night, all day Thanksgiving Day. It's on Thanksgiving. It's the 25th, the moon's in Leo. And then it goes void at 11.24 uh, a.m. on Friday the 26th, and it goes void with an opposition to Jupiter. So it's a good thing. It's an overdoing thing. It's an expanding thing, but it is an opposition. Moon is void on Friday from 11.24 a.m. to 9.12 p.m., so all afternoon. So don't go buying Christmas presents that day because <laughs> you're not going to use them, like them, work with them, whatever. You can buy them in the morning, get home by 11.30, your time, or buy them at night. And so moon goes into Virgo at uh, 9.26 p.m. on the 26th, 9.12 p.m. on the 26th. It's in Virgo on the 27th. That's a good day to buy Christmas presents. And it's in Virgo on the 28th when Hanukkah begins at sundown. And in, in the closing aspect of the moon in Virgo is, it is a lovely trine to Pluto. So Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, good shopping days. And then the moon goes void at 7.02 p.m. Hanukkah begins, and it goes into Libra uh, Monday morning around 3.55 a.m. The Donald days this week, the DB days, um, are Wednesday. We, we seem to have a theme with Wednesdays. And because the moon is uh, going to be opposite Venus on the 23rd, there can be some emotional stuff then. But the 24th, with the moon opposite Pluto, is, is, is a 
big one uh, because we're in eclipse season, right? So the moon's in Cancer, so it kind of loads up all the emotional stuff, and that's a separating energy. And then the 25th, the moon is in Leo, and it squares Saturn. It squares Uranus, rather, and it opposes Saturn. So that can be a little bit of little bit of stuff in the morning, but it should be better by the evening. So, but basically, not so hard this week, except for the you know, there's no days where I'd say, "Ooh, stay home." you know, not to go out. Um, but also we are having Mars moving forward to trine Neptune, which he's not going to do until the Monday, the 29th, but he is in orb of the trine. So he's really talking to you about what your dreams are, you know, what you want the dream, the next dream to be, especially as doors close or sh- things shift. And Mars in Scorpio is a very good, solid, reliable, dependable Mars. He delivers. And he looks at things and he goes, okay, I'm working the strategy. I'm understanding what's involved. I understand my value because he's in Scorpio. I'm trining Neptune, so I have this dream I'm kicking and swimming towards. I'm doing my swimming exercises to get there. And when I get there, that'll be the dream coming in. It'll help me do this creative energy. So it's a very strong week, but it is very emotional and then we go, we're still releasing, releasing until we get to the 4th next Saturday, um, the uh, the 4th of December, you know, and I'm going to pack some of my drums and I'm going to go to a drumming circle on Saturday the 4th on the new moon in Florida on a beach. And you, what are you going to do? So you want to kind of think about like letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go towards a new life, a new beginning, swamp 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 and then light candles seeing it drying out getting a vision getting an idea getting a forward forward version of how we're going to go there so it's an interesting interesting week now i mentioned last week i'm going to be um doing hosting a cruise i'm not hosting i'm teaching on a cruise the information i didn't (laughs) meant to get it up early but it's up on my website now so you can see it uh you can um book the cruise it's the 13th of march through the 20th it's a seven-day cruise in the eastern caribbean my fees 200 for the week and the classes you'll be getting and then of course you pay for your boat and so it has the con you know your seat on the boat it's going to be the royal caribbean um oasis of the seas and um we have a bunch of bu- bunch of islands we have lectures on wellness and crakey and crystals and all sorts of things you, you can see the information on my website i'm going to be one of the teachers um, so that should be fun. And then, of course, we get to eat together and we get to go hiking in the jungle and the rainforest in Puerto Rico together. There's a lot of stuff we're going to be doing on that. So hopefully you're interested in that. It's a great Christmas present. It's a great couple's boat. It is only selling uh, half the seats, or half the cabins, so it's only going to be half booked. You do have to be vaccinated and you have to PCR 72 hours before you get on there. But I did the PCR to get into Tick, Tick, Boom. I, they rubbed a little thing on my nose and I'm like, okay, I'm clean. Um, so that's, you know, it is Royal Caribbean, which is a vaccinated cruise out of Miami. So that's the 17th through the 20th. Uh, the other thing is, you know, I'm going to be um, uh, shut down for new clients, which is a little weird. Full moon. Um, eclipse, because I'm booking way out, and a lot of my existing clients can't get in. So if you're an existing client, you can get in. You're just going to have to do an extra step. You're going to have to write to admin at annortley.com, and uh, Rose will send you a link with uh, available times and appointments. And we do have appointments that are off calendar. So you'll be able to see those and book them. 
Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I want my existing, I mean, I love the new people. They're really great. And I love reading new people, but I also am, I don't want my old clients to feel left out or unloved or whatever. So that's, <laughs> that's another change. Um, so that is, it officially happened. I did that today. I turned it off. I'll probably look and see in May, June timeframe, maybe open up for new clients again. But for right now, I'm going to kind of do the winter in uh, Florida with the existing clients, which, you know, gives me a full schedule anyway. But I'm also going to start teaching in January. And we're going to be sending out information on that. I talked to the webmistress this weekend. Um, I, my regular webmistress, who I love, Irene, is writing two books. Uh, so I found an add-on with webmistress. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. I go Gemini in the fourth. So I found somebody. We're going to be adding up a class portal for you to be able to take classes. And we're going to set it up with the curriculum kind of built. Uh, and again, there'll be more information in the newsletter as it gets announced. But it's a nice Gemini moon. It's a closing aspect in the flow, uh, even though it's void. We already set it, uh, set it up and started the process. So that'll be available starting in December. So we'll be asking people if they're interested, what kinds of stuff they'd like to cover. I'll be teaching to the um, NCGR OPA and uh, not OPA ESAR and AFA certification process, so you'll be able to get certified by them once you finish the course. And the name of the school, I did this with my friend Carol, is the Ann Ortley Predict School of Astrology. So that's going to start on that lovely Venus retrograde, conjunct the Sun in Capricorn. I, of course, have Venus retrograde by progression, so it's a nice, don't people go, oh, you're starting something on a Venus retrograde? I'm like, yes, but it's at 18. It trines my sun, and I have a retrograde Venus by progression. So that will be coming in January, so that's an opportunity for you to study astrology, and we're going to be setting that up and giving you more information, but I wanted to kind of include it here. So cruise, 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 March 13th to the 20th. No new clients, old people. Old not that you're old, existing clients, you can still come. We're going to have a special protocol for you to get in. You're just going to have to email admin and Rose, and she'll send you the link. And then that also applies to gift certificates, if you're buying gift certificates for people for Christmas. And then school, a new school. And the Ann Ortley Predictive School of Astrology, because there aren't very many people out there teaching predictive astrology, and we need more predictive astrologers. So hopefully you have a great week, a merry, merry Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you um, next Sunday, which will be my last Sunday broadcasting from the Bright Red Desk, and then the next Sunday on the Eclipse, I'll be broadcasting from the Turquoise Chaise <laughs> in Florida for the winter, and then back here again in the spring to be the bright, the bright Red Desk again. So hopefully you have a great week, a wonderful Thanksgiving. Tell the people you love you love them. Watch Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix. Cry your eyes out. I did. Um, and, you know, answer why. Why are you here? What is your purpose? What inspires you? Where do you want to go? All those questions. And you're figuring them out. And that's the journey of life. Ann Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk. Have a great week. <laughs>